Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, 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 I tell you what, I was thinking I was coming on here to do a, a nil-nil and I was reasonably content with a nil-nil, but let me tell you, I'm over the moon with one nil. Ross Barkley in the last minute, this is the post-match point in association with Purity. I'm buzzing, you can't tell, but Dolan's buzzing as well. What a win, mate. Oh, great, just, time, great timing. Just having a little uh, a little, a little sip of the uh, official yeah, of Arsenal AFC. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, I haven't even had a chance to sort of get my thoughts together because we, we jump on here, like, um, straight away. And um, you, you don't even have time to kind of digest it and, and, and pick holes in it, you know. Um, it, it, it wasn't a great game. It um, wasn't a great game. But even if even if it had been a nil-nil, um, Greg, Greg tweeted um, halfway into the second half that there's, 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 there's been no nil-nils uh, this season. In the in the uh, in the league, and I said, "Listen, I'd take an nil nine run." And uh, thankfully, I've been I've been proved wrong. And you know, I did say I said on on our on our little group, I said it'll be a great nil nil. But if we can just get what if we can have one chance, one chance, and that's why you pay a, a seven million pound loan deal or whatever whatever it was. I mean, absolute quality, absolute quality. And he he, he didn't have his, have his best game tonight, Barkley, but. It just shows you when you have quality on the pitch like that. Um, phenomenal. Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, uh, my voice is gone. I jumped up, almost almost like collapsed to the floor because I had like a head rush and uh, my phone's pinging off left, right and centre and it's just, it's just, it's just amazing. It's just absolutely brilliant. I mean, when are you? We're not used to this kind of thing, are we? We're used to the, yeah. the end of games hiding behind the sofa and thinking that Villa are going to chuck it away. Villa are going to give the game away. But I tell you what, the last five minutes or so, we really came into the ascendancy, and we, we just thought we want to win this. One point's not enough. Let, let's go and get all three. And Ross Barkley's pulled an absolute rabbit out of the hat. Unbelievable strike! What what a loan signing already. I mean, already his fee's probably gone up to what Villa were expecting to pay at the end of the season if we we wanted to bring him in. But it was a game I really enjoyed, Dolan. And even when it was nil-nil, it was a battle. And I saw a side yeah. of Villa that I really, really liked. We were, we were dogged. And I never felt like we were going to concede, really. And that's one thing that we've got over everyone else at the moment in the Premier League. We're the only team that really knows how to keep a clean sheet. And it's, that is such an amazing turnaround from the last time we were at Leicester in the league. Yeah, I mean, just, just two things on that, like... I said uh, during the week to, to you guys on the on, on the um, on, on the live lines that for me going here would be the yardstick to where we're at and to come where we've where we've come from back in March 
where we were on an absolute hiding to nothing. Um, we looked disjointed. We looked we looked down. We looked lacking confidence, lacking quality to stay up and do what we've done and then rebuild and go again is uh, is just absolutely incredible. And um, and as you said, you know, um, there's been a lot of talk at the minute about clubs and teams not being able to defend this season. Well, I think I think you look at Villa and um, we're the only team not to have gone behind yet this season. And um, and, and like I said, against uh, Liverpool, I thought that the two goals we conceded against um, Liverpool were, were sloppy on our behalf and could have been avoided. So, um, listen, just absolutely incredible. I get more joy more and more, more buzz from this game because it was... A team that you, you look at and you kind of want to emulate Leicester and Wolves are obviously two Midlands clubs that I think we are, we're obviously bigger than them in terms of stature and, and fan base, but um, they're a team that you want to emulate the, the, the players they bring in, the way they play, um, you know, the league positions over the last, over the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, Leicester have become a top top four, top five club. And um, and I think, you know, to go to a tour of them, and yeah, they were missing some some big players, but I still thought their starting eleven was was very strong, and yeah. uh, they still had options. You know, they still brought um, Madison on, um, who I think is a quality player. Charlie's a quality player. Um, you know, they paid thirty million for Slimani, but um, yeah, it was still still a very strong Leicester team, and um, I'm absolutely over the moon. So a big takeaway from that game is that. Iganacho usually only has to look at the goal and ends up scoring against mm. us. Hasn't really had a sniff, so that's, that's a big thing as well. You do feel like, when you know, when things are going badly and you feel like everything's against you, like players will return from injury and, and things like that, someone who hasn't scored for 10 games will score against you. But when things are going well, you feel like everything's working in your favour. So, like, the injury situation, obviously, Mane was missing. For, for Liverpool, the goalkeeper was missing as well. Leicester have had a few missing t- tonight. When things are going well, you can't, it feels like everything's falling into place. And it really is for us at, at the moment. I mean, we've kept three clean sheets, having played a game less than everyone else. We're the only team that's done that. There's all kinds of things at the moment that Aston Villa are doing that other teams aren't doing. And for once, it's all in a good way. Yeah, and it's just, listen, it's hard to really comprehend what's happening. Uh, it's still very it's still very early in the season. There's gonna be a lot more twists and turns. Um but it's just um I, I said it I said it about the chance window. You know, we we behave like a big club in, in the window. We we're we're being like a big club on the pitch, off the pitch. Um we're just going about our business in a in a, in the kind of classy way that we that we always used to back in back in the day when we first um, became became Villa fans and um it's uh it's just it's refreshing to see and I tell you what there's there's no club that deserves more what we're what we're getting the success that we're getting no one deserves it more than we do because we've been through you know a real rough ride over the last 10 years um and our fan base our fan base deserves this and for me you know since I've been a Villa fan since 94 every victory feels like you know like a, like like winning the league you know three points are just like just they're just amazing. The feeling you get is amazing, and you know, after all the years of of being a Villa fan, like that feeling you get when you get three points is uh, it's just complete elation. And uh, uh, yeah, these uh, these post match pints are becoming hard to do, man, because uh, my head's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, let me tell you, they were hard to do last season at the start of uh, of the lockdown shows when we were losing every week. I much prefer coming on. Cracking and cracking a cannon, Villa are in good form. But I think that's the first time we've won our first four games in 90 years. So I don't think even my dad was born at that point. So that tells you how, how long how long ago that was. It's just been it's been an incredible start and a start you can literally only only dream of as, as a Villa fan at the start at the start of the season. You probably looked at the first two games and thought, oh, yeah, there's chance for there's a good chance for six points there, Sheffield United and Fulham. But then you look at the next two and think. I'll be I'll be happy with two three points out, out of that, but then you come and you get another another six. I mean, how long did it take us to get twelve points last season? We're already well, miles ahead of, of where we yeah. were this time last year. It's just it's, it's been an incredible start. And I didn't see who the comment was from, but it just flashed up at the top of the screen about Dean Smith get getting the credit all through that that post when football came back after after the lockdown and, and COVID. I mean, obviously it's still around, but all, after football came back. 
Dean Smith kept his composure when we were losing games. He was the calmest man about. I was losing my head. I imagine you were losing your head. All, most Villa fans would have been losing their, their head, but he's kept his cool. He's believed in, in what he was doing and, he, and his methods and the change in the defence. That all came to fruition and we ended up stay, staying up on the last day. And then, we, like you say, we've just behaved like a big club. And I feel like Dean really bought into that as well about behaving like like a big manager. And we're just doing some some big things at the moment. And, and it's very special. And we go to Ellen Road on Friday, full of confidence. Well, it's a, it's at Villa Park, so uh, we go to Villa Park. I, can't, I literally can't Friday. get this the right. I can't get this the wrong way around. <laughs> Not being we go to, there, we go to Villa Park on Friday, full of confidence. Uh, because I'm. <laughs> Because I'm so used to talking about being at the home games, I just assume every game's away. I just, I just forget. Thank you for correcting me. Back to back home games now against Leeds and Southampton. I don't know. This this Leeds games, this Leeds games feels like a bit of a a grudge match. It feels it feels like our derby. You know, um, I really, really, really want to beat Leeds. Um, I'll be watching tomorrow night with 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 interest. Um, they're a fascinating club. They're a fascinating team. Fascinating manager and. Uh, this is massive. I mean, I don't even know what what will happen if we can go and, and win our next our, our next two home games. Um, would I take four points out of the next two games? Yeah, I would oh, do. You, I would you do take two points. I'd take two points. Listen, man, like it's just about build, you know. I always say like building in blocks, and you know, I always say progress, not perfection. And this has been a start that nobody could have ever ever imagined, and. Um, for me, this win, uh, you know, means more to me than the, than the the seven two because I said that there's been some demons in that ground for us over the last over the last sort of few years, and we look back we look back to the uh, the three two, which I said I think sent us down. Um, we look back to the uh, to the awful four nil um, before lockdown, and even you know. Apart from the cup game where we kind of got the better of them in the league, they absolutely battered us last season. Scored what eight goals in two yeah. games, um, blew us out of the water, um, and uh, and and to to do what we have done. And as you say, we look streetwise. You know, there is Maddie Cash and, and Ollie Watkins in the last couple of minutes down by the corner flag, and they just did the right thing. You know, two young lads coming into the Premier League. You know, their first season, big money signings. And no one looked flustered. Again, you know, Mings was immense. The keeper was just, I mean, that keeper was just like so assured. And there's yeah. no, you know, there's no there's no doubt that Mings, for me, looks a better player. Mings looks like he's kind of cutting out a few of his, a few of his errors. Um, as a team, we always seem to make a mistake. We always seem to give up chances. Um, we seem to gift the, the opposition chances and goals. But I just saw none of that. I saw really clever game management. Um, we hit them on the break. Um, listen, it wasn't a great game. It wasn't a game that'll go down in the memory with, with the neutral, but for us um, to uh, to come away with, with with one a clean sheet and two to three points and to go for four in a row and to be the only team left in, in Europe to, to still be 100% uh, record at, at, at the start of the season is just... Um, it's just stuff of dreams, and and you know, long may it continue, and and uh, I think I think we'll be okay this season. Yeah, well, dangerous words, dangerous words for, from you. It's just it's a shame Everton have started the season so well because otherwise we'd be uh, be top of the game in hand on everyone, and that really really would be dream world. I mean, it, it's obviously it's dream world anyway, isn't it? But do, do you know what I mean? Like it's an yeah. it's an incredible it's an incredible start. I don't remember feeling like this about a start. Since probably ninety eight, ninety nine, and under Gregory, when I was convinced mm. as a child we were, I was going to see Villa win the league for the first time. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's got that yeah. aura about it, the all English back four. And you mentioned Matt, Matty Cash, the, the guy's an absolute warrior. I was worried about him on a booking against Barnes. I thought, I thought I'd maybe get him off, get get Elmo on. I'm, I'm worried about him, him getting sent, especially with that waste of space referee. Who I'm sure will come on oh, to yeah. at, at some point. But it's just like you say, game management and management of his own game you know he didn't look flustered by it. he didn't do anything silly and and there we are we keep a clean sheet Matty Cash manages to to stay on the pitch after getting a yellow card up against a tricky player and everyone there just looks so assured and looks like they know their jobs I really didn't feel like we were going to concede yeah I mean listen you said now but yeah, deep down again I was I was sitting there tonight 
fairly comfortable. I felt fairly comfortable. Um, they didn't really threaten the shots. The, the the chances they did have were were fairly routine for uh, for Martinez. We had the best chances. We had the Trezeguet yeah. chance, the Collins a chance. The Luis should have done better with his chance. Jack maybe should have got a got got a shot off maybe quicker um, a, a few times, but um, but we we had the best we had the best chances and um, and I, th- I think in the end we deserved to win it. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. We're gonna bring our first guest in now. We've got Omar on his way coming in from the the new Villa Talks podcast. Some good stuff they're doing there. They've had some interviews with scouts. They're doing all all sorts on that new podcast. Another Villa podcast to add to the collection, but it's, it's a very good one, mate. Good to have you, good to have you on. What Thank on earth is going on with our football club? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? It's a great feeling. Um, something, obviously, we didn't expect going into the season, but, you know, it's one of those seasons, I think. Definitely, I think, expect the unexpected. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be... Uh, there's, I mean, you've seen with the games, the amount of goals that have gone in, you know, there's going to be a surprise package this season. I'm pretty sure of it. And, you know, why not us? It's amazing. And uh, you know, just just to say also, thank you for having me on. It's a no problem. pleasure to be on. So I've got two ambitions Villa related in life. One is to play at Villa Park, which I know you, you've done. And the other was oh. to come on Villa View and give Dolan some oh. stick about Jack Butland. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just, was it? wasn't just Dolan, to be fair. It was, I know, I'm only joking. <laughs> we will wish Jack Butland all the best, though, in his uh, Crystal Palace venture. Fr- friend of the channel, we, we wish him well at Selhurst Park. Were you like us tonight, mate, where you just, you never really felt like we were going to lose. You were probably happy with a nil-nil, but then you end up elated to, to score so yeah. late and take three points. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I felt comfortable throughout the whole game. And, and something I've felt most of the season, I felt comfortable in games. Whereas normally with Villa, I'm just expecting the worst to happen, something to go wrong, the defence to make a mistake. But, you know, we, we just look good. And I just, I was saying, you know, on our WhatsApp chat earlier on that, you know, I, th- I think we, we were the better team. We control that game. And in the end, we deserve to win. Um, I didn't expect us to win in the end because obviously it got so late on in the game. But you know, that's what Ross Barkley gives you as a game changer. As Chris said, you know, he didn't have the best of games, but, you know, give him a, give him a sniff and that sort of, that sort of, uh, that sort of area of the field, then, you know, things like that can happen. And it's fantastic. You know, it's, it's in dreamland. What do you say? First, first time in 90 years or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. I cannot believe it. It's fantastic. And I thought the back four, especially today, uh, uh, Condor, especially was probably my man of the match. Um, and also Louise and McGinn, I thought shielding, Shielding the defence did not give Leicester a sniff, and and Leicester really reduced to hopeful balls down the channels, which is probably what we would have expected us to do last season. Uh, and it was the roles reversed. You know, eight months ago, whatever it was, we were trudging off. You know, the, the players, a lot of those players were in, in that team, and you know, we we looked down and out, and then they come back eight months later to have the complete opposite sort of result and to play that well. Brilliant! Cannot cannot believe it. I mean, the world was literally a completely different place when, when we were trudged off at Leicester, and it was a completely different villa as well. But just on that, on the subject of Ross Barkley, when I've watched him play for Chelsea, it almost feels like he's not playing with the freedom and he's got, got the shackles on it on a little bit. Maybe the pressure of playing for a club that's got Champions League ambitions, although he may well have found himself at, at one now. But a villa, he just seems free and he, he seems yeah. to be enjoying his football. He wants to link up with Jack Grealish. I mean, Jack was probably... A little bit. He's still running the game. Don't get me wrong, but from for his very high standards, it, it wasn't a top-notch dis- display from him tonight. But the little link-up between those two is still a joy to watch when it does come up. But Barkley, I don't know whether he took that shot at Chelsea. I know that sounds stupid, but do you know what I mean? I'm not sure he would have taken that shot yeah. at Chelsea. But but a Villa, he just seems free. He's got a smile on his face, and he, he took a gamble, and it's paid off. Yeah, I think. I mean, I completely agree. With I think it helps with the lack of pressure on him. So not from our fans, obviously, because we're not in the stadium. But also, I think at Chelsea, you're going to a top four team. You're expected. You know, it's a big money move from Everton. He's the wonder kid at Everton. Uh, the next big thing to come to Chelsea, they expect him to to do big things. Whereas with Villa, you know, he can come in on loan, enjoy his football, play with someone he knows, like Jack, as you said, um, link up well with him, and, and just enjoy his football and, and have the freedom to play and not have the pressure that. You need to perform and win game in, game out. Although, obviously, we are winning in game in, game out. But, you know, to have that lack of pressure helps. And I think probably it's helping the whole team as well. Uh, that's probably why we're performing so well and probably why we're not making that many mistakes. He's gone off to an absolute flyer. I mean, except for day on Dublin. I mean, I keep going on about the 98-99 season. But except for day on Dublin start, I cannot remember a start like this from a player in, t- in terms of output. And he's obviously won the game for us tonight. It's an incredible start, isn't it? Yeah, I'm um, fantastic. You know, it just... 
I think, I mean, I know the victory last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago was amazing and, and it's going to be, you know, once in a lifetime kind of win, but this kind of win, I think is, is so much more important um, because it shows you that we can, we can match up with the best because Leicester did, they showed us a lot of respect today. I thought, you know, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they, uh, yeah. they were trying to nullify us uh, and they tried to play a little bit deeper, didn't let Watkins get in behind. And, and they, you know, the referee I thought was awful today. Um, oh, uh, you know, they were just fouling us left, right, and centre. But we we matched them for aggression. You know, so many times last season where we didn't lay a glove on teams. You know, we didn't put a tackle in. There were so many games where we we had players in our team in midfield who didn't put a tackle in at all. Uh, and then today, you know, yes, we had a few yellow cards, but that was because we, you know, we matched them for aggression. We tried to nip the ball off and didn't let them play. And and they they tried to do the same to us, and we we sort of fall back on that. But yeah, I mean, Barkley. I mean, just hope he carries on. Really, uh, you know, so the first couple of seasons, a uh, couple of games, which has been fantastic, and and I think there will be points in the season where you know we might have two or three game run where we struggle. We've just got to, yeah, we've got to, we've got to stick behind the team. That's all. You know, they've shown what they can do, um, and and how they can turn it around. Um, you know, we just, we've just got to back the team and, and let. I think it will help fans not being there a, a little bit in certain games, not not against the bigger teams, but certain games because there won't be that much pressure from the fans to, you know. To, to 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 be you know we're playing pretty patient football today as an example whereas if we were yeah. playing the Villa Park that kind of football you know I think fans do start getting on on players backs a little bit so you know it's, it's there for us this season I think definitely to, to do well and I, you know I've said in our on our podcast you know I think we could maybe push for top 10 and get top 10 I mean from what we've seen so far this season that's more than achievable yeah, I mean, 12 points, as I said earlier before you came on. I don't know whether you heard it. I can't remember how long it took us to get to 12 points last season, but it was it wasn't no, it was obviously nowhere near as quick as this. Dolan, Omar talks a little bit about Villa mixing it and when it turned into a scrap, we were there and we, we were fighting. And over the years, we've probably accused Villa of being, being a bit weak in those yeah. terms, in those in those situations. But but tonight, there was that one period in the first half down in the bottom corner where the tackles were just flying in from, from both sides. And we really did mix it well. And there, there is that physicality from us now as well, isn't there? There's loads of different sides to the game, but that, that physical aspect's there as well. Yeah, and the thing is, we're, we're not exactly a big, strong team. You know, we, we, you know, Mings is obviously probably our biggest and strongest player. But we're not like a, a, a team full of six-foot-five, you know, muscle machine, you know, or maybe... Charlie's quite, quite, quite bulky and and, and and quite strong, but you're right. We just look streetwise. Um, but what I would say more more than that, we just look well coached, and every player seems to know exactly what the what what the role is. Every player knows yeah. the game plan. Um, there's clearly, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that since Shakespeare's come in to the to the club, um, the work he's done um, cannot go unnoticed. Because he's been, he's clearly had a massive impact. Um, whatever John Terry's done to that back four is, is is what we all thought he would he would bring when he when he came in as a coach. Um, you know, the keeper is 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 really 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 like different class, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we we just like look like a proper unit, a proper team. Um, the team spirit is clearly there after what we went through last season. But you know, instead of sort of saying we look big and physical, I, would, I just think we just look well coached and well drilled. And there's clearly a game plan, and the players are, are executing that game plan to to the T. And and um, you could see whenever Trari came on, Mings obviously Mings was was told just play diagonal balls straight to to uh, Trari in the last couple minutes, and it was a game plan, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And he, he held yeah. out well. He, he cut inside. I think Trari. Probably, I know Trezeguet's work rate was 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 amazing, but um, I just think he lacks that he lacks that little bit of quality in the final third. And I thought Charlie certainly did enough in the last ten minutes to to stake a claim. Yeah, it was a good little cameo from Troy or actually I think that that maybe was a, a telling factor in the game swinging in our favour. I've just seen it flash up on the top of the screen. One of the viewer comments that it took thirteen games to get to twelve points last season. Right. So. That, that puts into perspective what an outstanding start it has been from, from Aston Villa. It's been an unbelievable start. Omar, just, just before you go, dare we dream now two home games coming up as Dolan's reliably informer? Dare we dream of another two wins? Why not? Why not? I think the confidence is there. The play is there. I think the only thing that will stop us um, will be injuries, in all honesty. Yeah. Because I think, I think our 14, 15 players that we've got, uh, as Dolan said in the coming in, 
in the second half, I think added a lot to the to the game. I think his composure and calmness added a lot to our, our team. And I think if we can keep those kind of players fit and have that squad, 14, 15 players, a bit like Martin and Neil did back in you know, 10, 10, 12 years ago where we kept those same 14 players. If we can keep them fit, then there's no reason why we can't carry on and, and push on and do well. I think the key will be just try and get to January as quick uh, uh, as best we can without getting too many injuries. But, you know, try and get as high up the table as possible. And then from then, who knows? You know, you can never know. Maybe we'll... Uh, get a big name signing in January and get, get go for the title. Who knows? Oh, it's a big, it's a big statement for his first appearance. Just before you do go, mate, just give you, just the floor is yours. Just talk to us a little bit about, about your podcast. Oh yeah. No, people think you. there's a lot of podcast wars go on between people, but it, it's not true at all. Like oh, I'm yeah. happy for anyone to start a podcast. I enjoy listening to the other the Villa fan content. Yeah. Just the, the floor is yours. Tell us Thank about you. your podcast. No, I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And, you know, just to say that, uh, you know, well, the podcast itself, uh, you know, we, we a couple of us thought of it about a couple of years ago and thinking of doing it. We never got around to it with work and, and family commitments. And, and obviously with lockdown and the way things are, then it was a perfect opportunity. But, you know, yourself, Dan, you helped me a lot in terms of what I needed to do to set it up. Other people like you know Dan Rollinson and James Rushton also helped me out. So I, I can only be grateful for that. But in terms of podcasts, try and do is, is, you know, try and be a little bit different if we can. I know I appreciate there's a lot of podcasts out there, but, um, you know, we typically have two shows a week. Uh, one is the match review where we have two or three of the, of the same guys, so, uh, Chazzy, Jugzy, and Deckers are the three guys that normally join me. And we try and go in depth as much as possible. So it'd be quite analytical and, and go in depth about the match as possible rather than, you know, just sort of uh, just you know, talk about the match. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we try and go in depth as much as possible and, and, and have a different take on it and maybe pick out stuff that, uh, you know, someone watching it might not have seen. Um, yeah. but, and then we have a sort of a second show on, on a late Friday night called the, the late night ramble, which is more of like a talk show. So we try and change up the guests every week. Uh, and it's a, like an interview session almost where we try and get someone interesting, either a Villa fan or a Villa fan in the industry, as an example. So, uh, you know, agents, CEOs, former CEOs, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the last one we had was the Ghana Lions, the, the founder of the Ghana Lions, uh, and, and it's a fantastic conversation we had about all sorts of things, you know, we we're talking about the, you know, how Ghana line started, but also we talked about, you know, race, colonization of Ghana uh, and, you know, what's, what's currently going on and what his ambitions are. Um, and, and, you know, that type of thing, we try and bring something a little bit different if we can. Uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. there's lots of great podcasts out there, but like you said, there's no, there's no podcast wars or anything like that. No, uh, no. But, but maybe, maybe when things get better, we can have a, we can have a football match or, of some sorts and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sort it out on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, why, why not? Let's have, a, let's have a podcast football tournament. I mean, you're talking about your podcast being, being analytical and going in depth. That is complete polar opposite of what we do here. So, yeah, it's a, it sounds like a completely different listen to the no. middle of you, mate. It's, it's been great to have you on. Thank we'll you. definitely have you, have you on again. Take care and enjoy the rest of your night. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for it. See you soon. I tell you why you've put your audio setup to shine there. It's not good when guests are coming on with a better setup than the presenters, is it? Listen, man, I I just wing it. You know, I completely wing it. You know, I'm I'm using the wife's iPad here, so uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm on like a little small tri tripod. Listen, man, I'm not very I'm not very techy, man. I just turn up and and to the fap. You know, I, I don't have microphones or or fancy cameras or in ear in ear buds or you no, know. No. I just go man. I, listen, I'm here for the love. I'm here for the love. I think we're going to have to speak to the treasurer and, and get you some equipment. We can't have guests here, coming on. What time, what time is uh, match of the day to you tonight? Do you know? Can somebody put it in the box? Below I mean, I don't know. Can Adam, can Adam put it on the comments? Maybe. So, I mean, you're talking to me like I'm the, the radio times here. I ain't got a clue what time, what time match of the day is. I've just seen that there's 1,200 people watching at the moment, so it's more than your average game at St Andrews yeah. into the Villa View live now, so that that's great. Yeah, give Purity a quick shout-out. They've been kind enough to send me one of their excellent Villa glasses. I don't know whether you can see that properly on the screen. I've sent you some as well. They're apparently in the store now, I've been reliably informed. So, yeah, if you use the code hashtag Villa View, you can celebrate Villa's great start by getting yourself some Villa glasses and some Villa cans as well. Not doing the best of showing that off there, the blur. These, these cans are great, man. These cans are really smart. They're really little nice. Tinnies. Yeah, little tinnies. Excellent stuff. And we do thank Purity for, for being on board with us. It's an excellent partnership for, for us to have. And I'm to be honest, I'm enjoying drinking a beer while doing the post-match pint at the, at the moment. So, I mean, there was... 
Always going to be a Jack Butler and Deeg, but I don't think we go through a show nowadays without the, a Jack Butler and Deeg sorry, <laughs> c- c- coming at, at us. But it's a jovial time to, to be a Villa fan. You, usually if someone's mentioning Jack Butler to us, it's when Villa have been on a, a losing streak and we're getting panned on social media. It's it's nice to see that everywhere's a happy place at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, listen, I, put the, I think I put that, that tweet up the night before we did the live podcast as, as a joke, really, just to wind people up. It was um, not a joke. It was a joke. It was. It was a joke. No, we listen, we heard a few things about buttons and um, you know, things things happen in football. And, you and can't get everything quickly, wrong. And then things quickly uh, change. So that, that that's that's it. You know, that's that's the way it goes. And uh, I, I kept my mouth shut all summer and didn't say a word. <laughs> yeah, just like sounds just like you. I, I believe I matched the day too. Half past ten. Half ten. Thanks yeah, we'll be. I'll tell you what. We'll be, hopefully, we can wrap this up by by ten. Yeah, I'd like to think we'll be done by then, man. That's another, that's another forty minutes. But we have got our our next guest guest, sorry, ready to come on. The purity's doing me some damage. Here we got we got Adam, Adam from the from the Struts. If you watch Soccer Aid, you may have seen Adam playing playing the guitar with Robbie Williams, superimposed there, sing, singing along. So it's good to have a Villa fan involved in stuff like that. And it's it's good to have you on again, pal. I don't know whether you are mute. I can't hear you there. Got some technical problem. We've got some technical problems there, Dolan. We're gonna have to do some padding. Does mm. your mute? He can play the guitar, but he can't sort his audio setup out. What's what's going on here? There. He comes on in the in the away loop top. That's looking good. That everyone's after, and he can't even turn his microphone on. This is where he, uh, he's a, he's he's got to unmute. I think I don't uh, think I can. Unmute. You on mute? I don't think he is on mute. I'll tell you what, Adam, pull, pull, pull him out and then uh, put, put him back in, let him sort his audio issues and Dolan and myself will, will pad pad for a little bit. I'll tell you what there, you haven't got the setup, uh, but I'll tell you what, can you, oh, oh, is he, is oh, he here? He's here, he's here. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah, man. we've got him. We've got him. He sorted himself yeah. out. How are you? <laughs> oh, good, man. How are you? I'm obviously, absolutely buzzing. The, the early purity's going down very, very well. You were part of our uh, WhatsApp chat, chat sorry, leading in there t- yeah. tonight and safe to say we stole and said there'd be one more chance I thought that chance was going to be the Troy Ray header and I'd, I'd written it off accepted nil-nil quite happy with nil-nil and then Ross Barkley bangs one in pal yeah I did t- I did text you early in the week I said I reckon one nil or we'll nick it so oh. I, I, honestly I, I think I celebrated that goal more than I've celebrated any goal in a very long time I was out of my seat I was jumping around my living room on my own, <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. It was a right, great goal in a, yeah, in a what was a pretty. If it was a neutral watching the game, <laughs> I would have turned it off, put it that way. But uh, um, no, great, great night, I, and especially after the last time I was on here when we lost three 0 to United uh, oh, yeah. in the project start. So yeah, much happier. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. Jay one in the comments there is just just bigging up Trezor guy and I I got to do the same I, th- I think I said at half time on Twitter Adam he, the way he presses and, he, and his work right that, I think that's an integral part of, of how we play and yes Troy Ora came on it was a lovely cameo and I do believe that that turned the game in our favour but in the first half in particular I thought Trezor guy was just everywhere he he was up the pitch one minute and if the ball was coming in the box the next minute against us he was the one dragging himself dragging us out the penalty yeah. area with, with the ball I thought. Thought it was a really strong performance from him. What did you think of Tres? I thought it was great, and I thought he was great in the Liverpool game too. I think um, like a bit of an unsung hero, really. Uh, just yeah, like an absolute machine tracking back. Uh, and it was good because when Matty Cash was on the yellow, you know, I know you were worried about him getting sent off and that, and um, so was I. And he was just tracking back, helping him out. It was great. Um, and then I think it was that we tried to switch it to Jack and. If a wayward pass, and a couple of passes were going, and that's when that's why I said he should put Traore on. But no, it's it's good that we have players that track back like that. I think, um, yeah, I think he was great. Um, I thought the whole team was. Great. I thought Constant was amazing as well, and Mings. I, I think I was listening a bit earlier. You said uh, like didn't feel too worried, and I didn't really feel that worried either. Like just felt a real compact, good defense for the whole game, which is so so refreshing. They all seem so cool and composed as well. I mean, we talk about concert every week now, but that kind of performance tonight now, it just comes as standard with him. 
for the last maybe six to, yeah. to eight games overall from the back end of last season since he's been at, been at centre back. You just expect that from him now. You've you've literally got no worries about the, the Villa back four. I know people pick on target every now and again, but I've got to say again when the game when the chips were down, the game needed slide tackles and stuff tonight and breaking the play up. I thought I thought target was magnificent as well. And you you go man for man for the team, Adam. Everyone's done the bit. Everyone's put a shift in, yeah. and we deserve the win. And even, yeah, I think even Barkley had a pretty quiet game and like couldn't really get on the ball much. And then you know just that one minute of magic, and that's what having a good defence does now because we don't leak goals and we do have yeah. those chances to go and nick a game. Whereas before we might nick a goal, but we'd already two 0 down, or mm. you know we might nick a draw. So it's just having that. Yeah, everyone was. Incredible front to back. I think, um, yeah, like and it, like I say, it wasn't the best game, but you know the, these are games that we'd never would have won in the past at all, not chance. So um, they would have been scoring the the goal in the 90th minute. Or so yeah, um, I just I can't believe it. Four wins in four. <laughs> it's just unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's, just it just doesn't, it's just sounds it just sounds weird. Four wins out of four, you know, seven two against Liverpool, three 0 against Fulham, you know, three three clean sheets in four games. It's incredible. You know, it's my it mate. Really Tom, is incredible. Oh, go bananas! It really is incredible. And um, it's uh, listen. I think as a Villa fan, you just have to enjoy these times. Just enjoy them. And people might think we're getting carried away, but I mean, we've been through such such garbage over the last ten, twelve years, and. You know, any chance you can to celebrate your club doing well, um, albeit we've only won four games of football, but still a massive, still a massive thing for us. And um, yeah, like when you break it down and say, like, to win your first four games in a row, it's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But you know what? Let's get excited because the world is absolute dross at the moment. Yeah, there's very little to get get excited about in the world. Everyone's miserable. I'm miserable, and for once. It's Aston Villa that, that are shining the, the light in your life. And that, that is something that I have not said for, for a very long time. And I'm sure neither of you have, have said it. I mean, the whole, the whole country is miserable. But then there's this this pocket of people all in different places around the world who are absolutely buzzing because Aston Villa are, are on fire at the moment. And, and let's get carried away and let's, let's enjoy it because mm-hmm. like Dolan says there hasn't been much to enjoy over the last decade or so. So when Aston Villa is sitting second in the league, one point off the top with the game in hand, I'm going to get excited. and. <laughs> Adam, that, do you agree with that? Oh, mate, 100%. Like, what have we had to shout about in 2008, probably? I can't remember the last time we won four games in a row. Let alone, well, three, two, even in the league. So, like, well, we, won, we won 10 in the championship, so that was a, that was a good time. Been the Premier League. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Been, it's been a long time yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm, talking, I'm talking about, yeah, Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's just. Um, You've got to enjoy these moments. And who knows what could happen? I know, like, there's worries, you know, if Watkins gets injured, you know, that's a big blow. And, you know, injuries could hinder us like it did last season. Um, but hopefully get some people in in January. But let's just be positive because we we should be positive because we've got evidence that we can play and we can beat good teams. And, you know, what's the, any other team would get excited. It's just, I think, with Villa, it's... Uh, you just don't know, do you? Um, could all come crashing down. But I'm, I'm buzzing, and even my mates who aren't Villa fans texting through, like, what is going on? Sorry, what is going on? I, I don't know, but, yeah, just savour it, lap it up. Just wish I like, could go to the flipping stadium. <laughs> oh, mate, don't tell me about it. I mean, that... Such a shame. That's the only thing missing, isn't it, that, that, that we can't actually see in, in person at the ground, and Dolan, I was in the, in the gym the other day in my, in my Villa gear, as I usually am. And I tell you what, no one comes near you in Villa gear in the gym normally. People people don't talk to you. They just feel sorry for you. But people are engaging me in conversation when they see, when they see me in Villa gear. Now, obviously, I don't live in Birmingham. People are talking to you. And like Adam says, it's like, what's going on? And I'm, I'm sure it's the same. Obviously, you know a lot of football fans, know a lot of people. It's, it does feel like uncharted territory because we just haven't been in this situation for so long, have we, mate? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like, you know, even when we, you know, I always feel proud kind of wearing like a Villa top or a Villa tracky top in public, you know, if I'm going for a pint of milk or, you know, if I'm going to going to an away game or I'm going for London to get to get the Birmingham to watch a match. And because um, there's not many of us around um, it, where, 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 where we live, um, 
yeah, you do get a few people sort of shouting um, some obscenities over the last few years. But uh, yeah, you're right, man. Like especially the last week and a half, you know, any you know, I've had like I've had a couple of food shops um, delivered, um, and I've had a couple of you know, the postman's kind of like, oh man, I can ask the fan like you, you guys absolutely battered us seven two. What's going on? And sitting having a chat with like the postman about about. Um, the game against, against Liverpool and it's it's just really refreshing and at the minute it's as you say Dan like it's it's the only thing that's really kind of keeping people's spirits up and and even the game before even the West Ham game against Tottenham was was unbelievable like it was unbelievable it was crazy and uh, I just think football is just it's yes where everyone's missing the fans but um, but what we are saying is what is is it's just it's great entertainment and. Um, it's always it's always easier when you win, of course, but um, football's kind of keeping everyone sane at the minute, and uh, it's just it's it's even better when your team win the first four Premier League games. Yeah, Adam, I don't know where you are at the moment. Obviously, you've you split your time in your various places. Where where are you at the moment? Uh, I'm back home in Derby. Okay, um, I came back for the soccer thing, and now I'm I can't go back, so <laughs> stuck to America. Yeah. But uh, in the process, I, was, you know, I think I want to move back here anyway. So, yeah, just come at, uh, just uh, my dogs over there at the moment, with my girlfriend. So I've got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, some 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 logistical worries, but we're glad to have you on, mate. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and we'll, we'll definitely have you on again again as well. I always enjoy speaking to you, and uh, yeah, take care. Hope you dogs. Yeah, thanks, guys. Get and, and up the villa, pal. See yeah, you up the villa. See, See you, guys. Later. Oh, there's the league table. That's the that's the one we've all been waiting for. I mean, that's a joke. <clears throat> that league table is a joke. You you look at it. I mean, just even if, if you were to be the most negative person in the world, which you can sometimes be, you look at Stop. it and think, you look at it and think, well, we're eleven points clear of the bottom three. I'm just sitting. I'm just trying to dissect goals for twelve goals against two goal difference ten. It's a joke, and, uh, isn't it? It's um, it's staggering, man. It really is staggering, and and um. You know, four games could be eight games. Eight games can be 12, 16. And, you, and then you look you look at come Christmas and we're sitting around the top four, top five, and you, you just never know. And I think, with especially with our orders, you know, if we need to push on, and this is all like hypothetical. Yeah. So just to get a, a little bit carried away here. But if we are in a position, even to attack the top four, we can go, we can go and spend £30 million on a striker. Yeah, that's true. Or, that's or very, very true. Trigger. We have that money. We have that. We have that. We have that backing um, from the board. And um, somebody said a few weeks ago, "There's only like what? Well, then it was like ten weeks, but there's only like what eight weeks, nine weeks until the window opens again." Yeah. So how many? You know, it's about eight, seven, eight games. Um, and you, you get through those games, and you see where you are in, in January. And I say top twelve. I say top twelve, and. Um, I would it say top twelve now? Oh, I'd probably say top ten now. But you just listen, Dan. You just got to enjoy it. And we may say some some stuff in here that may sound a bit silly and maybe getting a bit of, a bit ahead of ourselves. But as you said, the world's pretty miserable now. So why not enjoy it? Why not lap it up? And um and just yeah, just drink it in because it's it's a great time. And uh, I just can't wait to sort of sit down after this and watch match of the day and watch all the post match stuff and. You know, hear what Barkley has to say, and, and 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 Dean Smith has to say, and and it's just, you know, tomorrow morning to sit down and watch the highlights. Get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, watch the highlights. It's just great, man. I love it. It's great. It's great. I mean, this is this is as excited as I think I've ever seen you. I've probably only know I've probably only ever ever known you four or five years. But you talking about getting up in the morning and having a cup of cup of coffee and watching the watching the interviews and stuff. I think this is the the most animated I've ever seen you. I want to get the table back up, Adam. Can you put put the table back up, please? There was a, f- a few things I hadn't finished looking at that, that I wanted to check out. This will prove whether our man behind the scenes is listening. He is listening. And there's that table again. Because you were talking earlier about like, emulating walls, which I, which I think is a, a reasonable thing to say. I think they finished in the, the top seven to two seasons running. So already we've got and again it sounds stupid to say now because th- when it gets to 38 games and wolves are ahead of us you end up looking like a pleb but you know it double double wolves is points at the moment so we're in a good place to, to try and try and push to at least be the best of the rest i'm not saying we're going to be the best of the rest outside the top six but we've put ourselves in a strong position early doors which is more than we ever could have hoped for 
Yeah, it's just, just listen, just get points to the board. Like for us, it's still got to be first to forty points. Get those, get those forty points to the board. A club like us and where we're where we're at, and the fact that we're still in in transition, um, it's just get the forty, get the forty, um, and see what we can do, and then kick on from there. You know, I think we have to take it in stages. I think if we can break this season down in chunks, we've, we've gone four and beaten. Let's look at the next four and the next four and take it in stages, break it down, try and break it down into little mini little mini tournaments, the way Smith always sort of banged on about yeah. lockdown, being like a being like a you know, a run of ten games, try and make it like little, little like, like knockout like knockout football. Go into every game and try and win it. And listen, our start, I thought our start was, was tricky. I thought our start was 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 very tricky. Um if you can get points on the board as, as early as possible. Um, three points in this league, Dan are like gold dust. They're so hard to come by, and um, to be sitting on twelve after four games is is, is something I never thought I never thought would see. Um, I'd have taken I'd have taken maybe six, seven out of, out of the first out of the first four or five, but 12, 12 out of twelve is um, it's, it's quite something. Yeah, I mean, our next guest is ready, but just before he does come on, I mean, I'm starting to feel like a bit of a door to door salesman on this uh, on this podcast. But if you do want to celebrate and get yourself and you enjoy a coffee like Dolan does in the morning then the Villa View mugs are available on our store at the moment so here's the uh the Gabby one here that I cannot get into focus whatever I do whatever I try here it won't go into focus but yeah mugs are available in our store so if you want to support the channel we do make a tiny tiny wincy bit of money off off mug sales but if you do want to support us and you do want to celebrate there's five different mugs available so check them out on the on the villa store on the villa view store sorry you won't get any villa view mugs on the villa store and also yeah the purity stuff i'm going to keep pushing as well because i've really enjoyed drinking it through this and i would like to go and get another one from the fridge but i'm not so going to be able to it's not going to happen exactly yeah it's not it's, it's not going to happen but our next guest is here a real fan's favourite, De- definitely one of, one of my favourites. It's Neil from For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast, which I wish he'd shorten that name because I never, ever feel like I'm going to get it out properly. But but he- here he is. I-, I can't hear him. I'm-, I'm hoping he can hear us and he's going to say something in a minute. Neil, you there? Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, there, there, there he is. You got me. Looking there's a there's a slight petition for us to get to, to get us to change the podcast name from for the love of Paul McGrath podcast to the God Pod and just keep it nice and oh, simple. Yeah, there's a <laughs> the <love of> <laughs> I've considered it. <laughs> you might get some uh, listeners that are absolutely nothing to do with Aston Villa that that might be a problem with calling it the God Pod. <laughs> I'd imagine there's a few God Pods knocking around. To be fair. Actually, would you believe that uh, there isn't? I'm all about the evangelical market. That's exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> you got to be capitalising on that. I mean, I will say you're looking absolutely resplendent in your uh, your lion shirt there. Your uh, is it Irish lions? I can't remember which lions it is. Which lions club yeah. is it? The yeah, Irish it is. The, the Irish lions. We all kind of club together. Well, look, I I can't take it any credit well. for this. Nice. It is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I can't take any credit for this. This is all Paddy and Phillips doing. Philip Drew and Paddy, uh, Paddy O'Kelly from um, the the two uh, the two boys who were over the the, the Irish lines really here. But uh, and there's tons more people. I just forget what their names are. I'm so sorry for Aideen and all those guys. But uh, they put the they put this together with the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland are the sponsors on it, and all proceeds actually go to the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. And uh, I think to date there's like 150 sold and. I'm not sure stuff. how much goes. I think it's something like seven or eight hundred quid is is has already been raised for them. But it's a real, real cool story behind it because, um, they sent uh, a couple of the shirts over to Dean Smith and his brother, uh, his brother as well, and the guys sent back photos with the shirts and they were delighted because oh, they lovely. picked the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland because of uh Ron Smith and is the closest thing to the Dementia Society. So, uh, but they signed a couple and sent them back to us as well, which is oh, really awesome. cool. That's a nice, that's a, that's yeah, a nice story, and, it, and again, if anything yeah. sums up the the way the club is at the moment, the feel good, the, the amount of good people that we think we've got at the club as well, it's that, it's that, isn't it? And I think you've seen the game, haven't you? I know you were having some some feed issues at at one point, but I imagine you're as absolutely buzzing as we are. Full disclosure: I paid fifteen quid for the game, and about oh, twenty cool. minutes into it. I stopped watching that feed and I found another feed. 
so full disclosure, I don't feel as bad saying I found another feed after spending 15 quid and getting fed up with the feed that I had. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I did watch the game. Um, I was bloody delighted, I'll be honest with you guys. Like, like uh, you know, when you're getting into the dying embers of a game like that, you're, you're thinking when you're away from home and you're on such a good run and you're a team that struggled to stay up from the last season, you're thinking a point is an absolute brilliant moral victory here and we'll take it and we'll go away and we the, the fact that we haven't been beaten in the league this year and then for Ross Barkley to step up and hit one in from 19-20 yards you know the table went upside down the missus woke up the dog was barking I shirt off everything went absolutely insane <laughs> and, and and for also for full disclosure as well guys I did have this hat on um, oh, this yeah. is Lucky the hat. This is um, it, it. It's considered a lucky hat in, in our house. Yeah, it's, it's for for a couple of reasons, and I'm gonna take it off again because it's a small bit too. Um, how would I put it? Dublin Airport trinket shoppy. To be honest, it was like like a hen party kind of a hat. But uh, <laughs> it's the lucky hat, and it came good again because I only put it on at halftime. So uh... <laughs> you got to save that kind of thing for special occasions. I've got I've got things that I think are lucky, and I don't. You don't drag them out for every game. You. You do them when you think when you think you might need them, and obviously your lucky hats paid dividends to tonight. But I just want to talk to you a little bit about about John McGinn because his role slightly changed, hasn't it? He's obviously sitting a little bit deeper now in a two with Louise and Barkley plays in front as a ten with with a little bit more freedom. But you think of McGinn, you think about him being box to box and getting around the pitch and using his bum to to do things that sounded worse than I intended it to. But you know you know what I mean. But he's sitting in that deep role, and you're actually like. Seeing his range of passing now, and he's actually starting off a, a lot of attacks, and it, it's quite an underrated skill and a bit something that he's got in his locker that I don't think enough people talk about. His passing range is actually really good. One hundred percent, I absolutely agree with, with, with that, and and almost like the kind of the the how will I put it the, the the kind of the impetus that he's having in the start of this season is the same that the impetus that Douglas Louise's change of of uh, I suppose scheme and role gave us at the end of last season. McGinn this year has come in. It was really, really interesting. And the telling thing here was that Dean Smith doesn't give an awful lot away in interviews, but he what, he seemed like a man that was absolutely... He was the cat that got the cream when, um, when we signed Ross Barkley. And he said two things in that interview. He said that we all we played last year... Or that signing Ross Barkley, should I say, gives us an opportunity to play two weights or um, you know, a six and eight and a ten as normal. And... What we see from tonight and what we've seen from most games this year this year is that there's a kind of an interchangeability with John McGinn and John McGinn being the interchangeable guy there to move from a second six or when we play two sixes to two eights and Ross Barkley drops back or if we need to play a six and eight and a ten, it, literally up the middle of midfield. And, and John McGinn is the man that's asked to change that position every single time. So that's that's the measure of the man. It's the measure of the player. Um, if you ask any Hibs, Hibs fans, I've I, I was in Scotland just before the actual uh, shutdown, the lockdown, and and before the pandemic came into effect. And uh, I was in Edinburgh. I was visiting friends, and there was a bit of a party, and everybody that was anyone that was there was a Hibs fan. And I happened to mention, hey, I do a Villa podcast, and they said, oh, can we come on and talk about John McGinn? And I went. He's brilliant, isn't he? And literally, before I knew it, I was up on people's shoulders and we were singing Super John McGinn and everything. It was, uh, it, it, it was went a bit mental, well. but yeah, <laughs> that, that didn't make it over there. But uh, yeah, and, and and very much like that, they said that he could play in any team in, in any league in the world and, and that he had the opportunity, like that he had the, the skill set to play six, eight or ten all the way up through the middle, you know, and, and he was just fantastic. He could even play him on the wing. And I think his versatility is something that... It Dean Smith understands and knows, and I think the fact that he's he's just such a shining light within that uh, that that dressing room that he's like you can see it with his national team. He's been made captain. He'll basically yeah. do whatever you want. He's just a good sort and he's a good egg, you know. Yeah, getting him on that new contract as well is a, a a big thing for the club. I mean, I'm learning things about Villa all the time at the moment. I'm learning things about Chris Dolan all the time as well. He's just been handed a beer whilst whilst on on air and. I, for the first time, I've seen that he has teeth because this guy does not smile, but I've seen him smile <laughs> so many times tonight. It's just, just incredible scenes. I mean, Chris Dolan's smiling, Neil. You know things are going well for the football club. Yeah, that's, that's harsh. No, 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 no. no. Listen, I, I'm going to step in here, lads. That's harsh. I, I'm actually a pretty positive guy, you know what I mean? I'm a positive bloke. Okay. But when it comes to, but when it comes to Aston Villa, it's, you know, it's sometimes a bit tricky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Neil, Neil, how are you? How are you coping in in these strange times? Strange times in the world in general, obviously awful, but it is strange as a Villa fan to, to be happy and coming on and doing all these podcasts and and being in a good mood because as someone like me who does quite does quite a lot of stuff in the, the Villa media sphere, it, it's weird. I'm finding it weird. It's yeah, it absolutely is. Um, I'm probably a small bit more insulated than the from what's going on than most people. I've I've worked from home for eight years, so my my daily life isn't affected. But what happens with me is that my weekends are my playground, and uh, you know a lot of that has been affected. And like even having the opportunity or to click my fingers on a, a Wednesday or a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, whatever, and say right, I'm going to reach out to one of my mates who's a season ticket holder, see if he's going to the game. If he isn't, I'm going to take his ticket. I'm going to go or whatever, because I I haven't been in a position to hold the season ticket for the last couple of years and you know even even something like that has been it's i'm beginning to find it a small bit and it's because the success breeds the want to be there and and i suppose all the other kind of uh kind of similes like absence makes the heart go stronger and all that are, are, are there but um i was only talking to to, to patty kelly the, the guy my, my co-host in the podcast as well and he i was saying to him i said that i actually had a dream that we went to villa park and that we we said <laughs> we set up a marquee there <laughs> just outside the ground and we had a hundred cans and we were giving out cans and we were doing a live podcast <laughs> he, he said he had he told me stop eating cheese before i go to bed that was number one <laughs> And number two, that, that, that is some dream. And oh, number God. two, he said, he said that there's there's an incentive for you to find a cure for coronavirus, you know, so we can do that. But uh, yeah, I I just I suppose look, you know yourself that the way Villa is going at the moment, um, every single person who's ever supported Aston Villa or ever has ever thrown on a Villa jersey would want to be in Villa Park right now at the moment to soak up this atmosphere. Uh, from where we've come from, from the club being like days away from going out of existence. And I know a lot of people go back there and it's so far in the past almost now at the moment. But from where we were there to beating Leicester the last kick of the game and beating Liverpool 7-2, it's almost as if, you know, there's 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 been a mirror put up on actual time and it's deflected the bad away and it's brought the good into the mirror. And it's it's just amazing. It, it, it's amazing. But it's, look... Times will come good again, and hopefully, hopefully, Villa will still be on a winning streak when, uh, when we can, when we can travel once more and get into Villa Park, and it's, it's going to be as fantastic as it was the last time we were there, and I absolutely know that. I mean, I'm completely going to throw the show here, but you telling your story about your dream. I mean, this isn't Villa related at all, but it is kind of Villa View related. I had a dream a few weeks ago that Tom and myself were doing a podcast, and there ended up being a terrorist attack, and Tom and myself thwarted this attack, and then I had to go and do a reconstruction for the BBC, and I couldn't speak. I just kept bursting into tears. I, was the, I, I need to obviously need, like, need to lay off the cheese before bed as well. It's one of the most bizarre dreams I think I've ever that's had. Very, I think, um, that's very Alan Partridge, that, uh, Dan. I, I mean, it was, honestly, it was unbelievable. I can remember it really clearly as well. It was, it was a really, really strange dream. And I think that tells you that there's a lot of strange goings-ons in the, in, the, in the world at the moment. Everyone's head's in a, in a strange place. But... Villa, as I said, Neil, are, are that shining light in, in people's lives at the moment. I mean, there'll be people who are miserable about COVID and lockdown at the moment, and the football teams are making them equally as miserable. Usually that would that would be us, but it just isn't us at the moment. Yeah, like like here in Ireland, uh, every second person is a United fan. Uh, yeah. And when they're not a United fan, when United are going poorly, they support Liverpool. I mean, that's that's the way it goes in Ireland. Like you know, we there there aren't very many people here who don't don't hold uh, love for a front runner, and 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 I'm not being bad about that. It's it's just the, the demographic of people over here are United or Liverpool fans, basically. That's but that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so us us Villa fans, there we're few and far between. There's but there's there's a nice pocket of us over here as well, and uh, but yeah. a few of us, a few of us exactly, but. but uh, you know when when you see um, like like I literally I, I would be friends with a good lot of United fans and that's where I'm going with this is that like today there was a lot of text messages flying back and forth about one nil when Newcastle went up one nil and then it went one all and then they ended up winning four one and they were going to win the league again and you know that that's 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 the way that's the way I suppose every football team thinks of but thankfully we're the ones that are kind of looking down and kind of going okay things are going rosy for us as you said and and, and tomorrow I will wake up my chest will probably be an inch further out than it normally is with pride and you know I'll I'll be able to look people in the eye and say that yeah I've had a good weekend and why did you have a good weekend well 
my team scored a 92nd minute winner and uh, we're second in the league with a game in hand. And it's not often that I can go into work or that I can walk down the street and say that. And and I heard you beforehand saying, um, uh, Chris, that, you know, you wear Villa gear on the piss and sometimes some people roar obscenities at you. And Well, it hasn't gone that way for me, but most people will kind of look at you with that pity, those pitiful eyes and go, oh, you're a Villa fan, are you? And then I'm going, yeah. It's not like I've got leprosy or anything like that, you know. I've made a conscious decision to be a Villa fan. Thank you very much. And uh, and I suppose, look, uh, everybody gets their their five minutes in the sun. I just hope bars last for an awful lot longer than five minutes, and we go on to push on from here and and win the next couple of games and and see where the season takes us because it can go anywhere. Do you think Villa are coming a little bit sexy again? Like, do you think that like you know everyone's got like a second team that, that they like and they keep an eye? Do you think? Because we're quite a likable side now. We've got likable players. We've got good. We've got good players. There's an English core there, a British core as well. Do you think Villa are coming a little bit sexy again, lads? I think, I think in a roundabout way, Jack Grealish not getting picked for England and not bringing up all wounds and so on like that. But you saw the kind of the backlash that. English football fan had towards Southgate about Jack Grealish not getting picked. I think a lot more teams now, or not more people are looking at Aston Villa and, and are going to follow the results and say, well, look, this is fantastic, you know. Surely you can't drop Grealish anymore. So in a roundabout way, I'm kind of thinking, Southgate, never play Grealish again because people will start to love us, you know, love the team again as it is. But obviously, you know, I want Jack to do really well. But uh, I think this year for us to be, we would want to challenge at the top for a long, long period the time I think that everybody really has picked Leeds as their second team and, and we play Leeds next and, and obviously yeah. Bielsa is a fantastic Goal manager and, and well I, I think it's the nostalgia look if look for a team that's been that was so big and that that's once again I, I, I think it's because they challenge and they're they're a natural rival to Manchester United or they've been one of the rivals of Manchester United throughout the years and and and, and, and you know that they've got a fantastic manager in Marco Bielsa and, and they play an attractive brand of football and they can see goals but they score goals as well and so on and, and you know Kevin Phillips is in the is an English team and so so they've a lot they bear a lot of similarities with us from that point of view that they're that they're flamboyant and that they're, they're nice to watch I suppose Aston Villa are nice to watch now <laughs> times last year we certainly weren't but we are now and um yeah look I I would like to think that we will over time become people's second team yes then uh but I I think at the moment I I'm okay with being in. In, in Leeds shadow from the second team point of view and go about our business, keep on picking up points. And if the media don't want to focus on us, that's that's fine with me. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll tally up those points. We'll, we'll keep our goal difference down like we're doing and keep our clean sheets. And, and by the time people realise where we are, we'll actually be a genuine threat to the top six positions, hopefully, at some stage during this year. And we will... Because um, I, th- I think we're good. We're good underdogs. Um, I think we've always been good underdogs, Aston Villa, and uh, you know, long made this good run of a former having continued. Neil, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I, I love talking to you. I sit there with with a smile on my face that the whole time you're talking. Just just before you go, I mean, at this rate, everyone's going to defect to different podcasts and not listen to the Villa View <laughs> anymore. But just just give your podcast one one last plug before you go, mate. Yeah, my podcast is is called uh, For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast for obvious reasons. Um, Irish based podcast here, you know, we we everybody in Ireland, there's nobody that doesn't love Pomegranate, and um, he's a national icon. You know, he's we would have we would have statues and and stamps like made to him. He would be on the back of our coins if we could possibly uh, get the government to agree to it. Uh, he's just a legend of a man, and 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 I know how much he means to Aston Villa supporters throughout throughout the world. I suppose really as well but our podcast you know myself and myself and Paddy Kelly we 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 ramble (laughs) we ramble pretty much like this Uh, and we just chat things and and we try not take take things too seriously uh there have been days we've been in good moods days we've been in bad moods and uh, and we just kind of try and talk as if we're uh you know talking to each other across the the table in a pub and and just trying to trash it out and I'm sure Paddy would disagree and say that I do more of the talking uh, than he does but uh yeah as I say, that's that's par for the course, Paddy. I think the two guys here will, <laughs> will admit too that sometimes I talk too much. But no, you, no, you no. can find us anywhere. You, you can find us anywhere. From time to time, we've got we've got some great guests on and, as well, and we've had the the um you know we've had yourself on Dan and we've had a uh, tie on as well. And you know, um, Chris, you're welcome uh, to come on anytime. Anytime, please. Irish. 
Yeah, yes, I'm Irishman yeah, as well, yeah. and I've been even asked on what's up. You've just been, you've just been invited. You've just been, you've just been invited. You've been invited. Yeah, whenever well, you want. That's all right. That's fine. That's, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's all right. I, I, I get a key cut for you. You, you can come whenever you want. You can, you, can, you can stay here on Saturdays if you want. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> there, there we go. Well, mate, it's been great to have you on. I love you very much. Have you on again So Take care. Enjoy the rest of your night, pal. Thanks see you, very man. much, guys. See you later. I mean, I could see. I mean, you're desperate to finish in time to watch Match of the Day too, Donna, so we will see, finish in a second. He's exactly why everyone, everyone loves the Irish. He's exactly... Even yeah. I love the Irish and I'm... I'm Irish. Yeah. He is exactly why Irish people are just so refreshing because he just he just says it from the heart and um and uh you know he's he's just a joyful man, isn't he? He's yeah. brilliant. Although what, what I would say, Neil, is can we can we get a link up for for the um yeah. shirts? Because yeah, people have been asking. I want one as well. I want one as well. So I'd like to know where we can get one. So if we can Get some kind of link out there, um, even on our even on our socials. That would be great. Yeah, we'll sort that out. We, we can share that to you as well. Yeah, we'll definitely sort that out because it's a lovely looking shirt and obviously for a great cause. I mean, how, how good was that Dean Smith and his brother's story? By the way, that, that's uh, that's, and this is why we this is why we love a club. You know, like we're a big club, but we're we're still very much. I feel very sort of family orientated, and 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 um, there's a lovely connection between the between the fans and the players. And obviously, there's been a few things over the last. Few weeks that we uh, that we tossed on regarding regarding some sort of uh, social media abuse, but on the whole, uh, there's just an amazing chemistry at the minute between between the fans and the club, and and um, you know, can you imagine that first game back at, at Villa Park? Can I can. I think about it. I think about it every day at the moment, mate. It'll be a special, a special, special day, and and I think it's one now that that we're 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 trying to trying to look look forward to, but. Um, just overall, Dan, it's, just, it's been a pleasure being on tonight, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been brilliant. These, these, these post-match pints are tricky, man, especially, you know, to do the last sort of three or four and and to come to come on after such dramatic wins, um, it's hard. It's hard to really sort of commute and, and, and get your thoughts uh, processed. So I think, uh, like last time, we'll, we'll probably have a have a live lounge on Tuesday and we'll, and we'll try and uh, and we'll try and dissect, we'll try and dissect uh the game in more in more in depth detail. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll try and get a get a guest on with us as well. We've, we've been trying to work hard to get guests for the Lou Live Lounge. I know Dolan's in talks with a big name at the moment, so we'll see whether he can he can get that Jack, over the line. Jack, Absolutely Jack no Williams. pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see what, what Button's up to. I mean, he'll only be yeah. sitting on the bench with Crystal Palace, so we can we'll try and get him involved in, in the future if possible. Dolan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks to everyone that's tuned in and watched, and thanks to everyone that's, that's come on the show tonight as well. Three really good guests, all good talkers. Re- really enjoyed having you on. And as always, it's excellent talking about a win. Look after each other in these hard times. I know everyone's a bit miserable at the moment, but for once, we can say that it's Aston Villa that's bringing the light and the joy into our worlds. Up the Villa, stay safe. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.